Welcome to Tuesday with Terry, the podcast for getting your mind, business, and life in shape. Hosted by Terry Blachek, one of the original area developers for Orange Theory Fitness who helped launch the brand from the very beginning. He'll use his years of experience to help you shape up your mind, build strong relationships with your teams, revamp your business processes, and set down the path towards success in all aspects of your life. It's uh, great to have you back. Thanks for joining us again here on uh, Tuesday with Terry. My name's Terry. I'm your friend. Last time we spoke a little bit about uh, customer service, moments of magic, and and uh, how to exceed uh, customers' expectations. But today, what I really wanted to talk about is I wanted to dig into that a little bit more, and I want to talk about 10 what I think are customer values. What do customers really value when they come to a business, and how can you share some of these ideas or concepts with your team, with your employees, with your associates, uh, so that they understand what you're trying to accomplish as a business. And I say this, I've said this for a long time, you know, uh, one of the best things I can do when somebody's coming into my place of business is to make a friend. Um, you know, I, I, whether they buy from me or they don't buy from me, I want them leaving thinking that that guy was really a nice guy. He was a friendly guy and he was there to help me. And what I've found is most of the time when you put yourself in that world, that people always remember that you were friendly, that you could help. And many times they'll come back. So stop thinking about techniques and, oh, I got to say this first or do this first or the other piece. I, I think you really need to con uh, uh, conceptualize and talk with your teams about how to make a friend because it's about the relationship. And I've said this before, it's the fortune is in the relationship, right? That's, that's really what you want to try to focus on. <clears throat> You know, one of the things, and people say, well, what do you mean, Terry? How do you make a friend? And, you know, there's a book out there. It's called How to Talk to Anyone. And the book really is about how to ask questions, and you can be a good listener. You know, the good Lord made us with uh, two ears and one mouth, and we should use them accordingly. We should be, uh, you know, using our ears to listen twice as much as we do speak because what happens and I'll speak from my own business in orange theory. Sometimes we get so excited about the business, man. We just started the business and somebody gets from us. We just start talking about orange, this and orange that, and this is the science behind the program. And we start blah, 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 blah. And we start puking orange all over people. Oh my gosh, come on. And what we should be doing is we should be asking questions. And I'll give you an example is when you start talking are you talking about your business or are you talking about the customer? And I use this illustration. If you come to my office, you'll see a picture of my daughter. I've had pictures of my daughter throughout her life. She's now 27 years old. <clears throat> I have pictures of my wife. But if you want to get my attention, you start talking about my family. You talk about my daughter. And are you talking about them and theirs? as an owner of a business or as an operator of a business, or are you talking about you and yours? Meaning that all you do is blah, 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 puke, puke, puke information about your business, as opposed to getting to know the customer, finding out what they're looking for, finding out what their needs are, and trying to help them solve a problem. 
So that being said, let me talk about what I consider to be 10 customer values, right? So number one is how do you make a difference, right? And I use the story of a pet. You know, I don't know how many of you have pets. You got a dog. Primarily dogs are the, the best way to tell this story. But I don't know if you have a pet, right? So you work all day long and you come home at night and you open up the door and the dog goes, you know, and you get all down on your knee and you hug the pet and you play with the pet and you're so happy and the pet's happy to see you and you're happy to see the pet. Man, it's exciting. And I only say that because would you treat your customers the same way? Are you just excited and is your team just excited to see your customers and when they walk through the door? Or maybe you have that one customer that's a constant complainer and they walk through the door and everybody hangs their head and goes, oh, I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to talk to her, right? So... I'm just telling you, you got to create a difference. You do that by getting excited when you see your customers. You got to create some kind of a wow factor. And the, one of the easy ways to do that is you got to have the answers. When people ask questions, you and your team have got to have the answers. We all have watched the show Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, right? Is that your final answer? You've got to be able to own the question, have your team own the question, and have the answers. That all comes because of training, right? And you got to be memorable. How do you make things memorable, right? Could be with a joke. It could be with a, a funny little uh, welcome to Moe's. It could be a lot of different ways. But I, I use and think about Elvis Presley. How many shows did Elvis Presley do? And every single one was memorable. How can you get your team to become memorable and have people walking out of your place of business go, I can't believe they just did that. And what they want to do then is tell a friend. I think that's really important. Number two is, are your members loyal or are they satisfied? You see, if they're satisfied, they'll go and do that same business or get that same service from everywhere, anyone or any other business. But if they're loyal customers, they will tell all of their friends to do business with you. Number three is, remember, I said this earlier on last week's podcast, but the brand is you. The brand is your team. Whatever the people and the customers are seeing as they come in, if they're talking to them on the phone, that's the same as the brand. So are you using common courtesies like thank you for calling? Do you mind if I put you on hold? Or is it more of, hey, what's up? Hey, hold on a second. And then they're talking behind the phone. All those things, the brand is representation of the people that are actually delivering it. Number four is you have to have your people trained and have the ability to speak and be compelling. What does that mean? It means that a lot of times if you're getting, oh, I need to think about it and I'm not sure if I want to move forward or I'm not sure if I want to do this, is what that means is your presentation is not compelling enough. You don't have enough uh, value added in there to help somebody to make a decision. Number four is you got to have the ability to, you and your team, to speak, articulate what it is you're trying to do, the reason and to be compelling. Number five is, again, establish those friendly relationships. And Terry, people say, well, Terry, what do you mean by that? I, I say, you got to make people smile, right? Because if you put people in a good mood, they're probably more likely to buy because they're laughing. And when you laugh, it usually means I'm agreeing with you or I'm agreeing with what you said. But get people to laugh, get people to smile. You know, sometimes in sales anyway, people go, a sale is equal to a commission. I said this earlier, a friend and making a friend is equal to a fortune. 
But, you know, you look at your own customers and you say, why are your customers, uh, you know, your best prospects, you know, why are they uh, your best salespeople is because your customers know you. Your customers like you. Your customers, uh, you've already established rapport. They got confidence in you. They trust you. And guess what? They pay you, right? They're already your customer, right? They respect you. They use your club. They return your calls. And that's the way you want it to be. So really go and talk to your customers and have your customers help you tell their friends through local word of mouth marketing. You want to get to know your customers, because they want to get to know you as well, right? If uh, you tell me and you show me how you're going to serve me after you sell me, that means I haven't bought an empty promise and I don't like buying empty promises. You need to get to the point with people, right? Don't, you know, if you've ever watched uh, uh, Charlie Brown and the, the teacher and Charlie Brown, right? Wah, 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 wah. I don't want a long drawn out, you know, explanation of everything, you know, just get to the point. Can you please just get to the point and tell me the truth by all means, tell me the truth. Don't over exaggerate. Don't oversell it. Uh, I'm more than likely, they probably say I'm more than likely to buy if you tell me the truth and you can prove that what you say Show me an article or a testimonial that proves it, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell more people and I'm more likely to buy. Uh, people want ethical people to deal with. And remember this, your actions prove your ethics, not necessarily your words. I can't tell you how important those pieces and parts are to local word of mouth marketing. What I'm really talking about is milking your own cows. My, my grandfather was a farmer, right? Small dairy farmer, started his own business in 1929. That business was called Ross Feeds. His name was Herb Ross. He started it with his brother and it was called Ross Brothers, later on named Ross Feeds. But I tell the story about milking your own cows because every morning my grandfather would get up and at four o'clock he'd go down to the barn and he'd milk the cows. Four o'clock in the afternoon, he'd go down to the barn, call the cows back and milk the cows again the second time. Can you imagine my grandfather getting up at six or sorry, four o'clock in the morning and getting in his pickup truck and driving uh, 10 miles, 20 miles to the next farm and basically going into their barn and milking their cows? You go, Terry, that's crazy. Why? What do you mean by that story? What I'm telling you is talk to your own customers about telling their friends and asking for referrals as opposed to going down the road, going into the competitor's marketplace. Uh, you have enough business right in front of you. Number six is you got to make sure your team's prepared. And what I mean by that, there's tangibles and there's intangibles about being prepared. You know, the tangibles are, are you prepared with the number of calls, the number of leads, the number of appointments, the number of shows, the number of conversions, uh, you know, have they role played? The intangibles are, how's your team's attitude today? How do you look? Do you look the part? Are you dressed and pressed? Would you want to buy from you? Would you want to get service from you? Would you want you, if you walked into a place and you looked at yourself in the mirror, would you want to be a friend with you? Number seven is I can't stress the value of humor. The value of humor is always a chance to make people laugh, to say something funny, to have a light heart. Don't take ourselves so seriously. Number eight is you got to be creative and you always got to look for new ways to do it. Connect people and their business with other businesses. You can be the go-between. You can be the connector between people coming to your business, even though they want to buy something from you, you can be the connector. Number nine is you got to believe. 
What do I mean by that is we all remember the story of the Red Sox versus the Yankees and the curse of the Bambino and Red Sox hadn't won and they were down. And uh, I believe this was back in uh, 2003, 2004. I forget the actual uh, year it was. I should know that. Uh, but, you know, they came up with this philosophy is you got to believe, you got to believe. And no one had come back. No other team had come back from being down 0-3. Uh, uh, and sure enough, they came back and ended up beating the Yankees. And it was a tremendous victory. And it was, uh, it was finally when the Boston Red Sox had broken that curse. You got to believe in what you're doing. Your team has to believe in the leadership. Your team has to believe in your core values and in your mission and what you're trying to accomplish. And they need to know that. Number 10 is do everything first class. <clears throat> when you think about Disney, when you think about Ritz, the Ritz-Carlton, or you think about Nordstrom, those guys all do things first class, right? So make a list of all the things that those folks do to deliver first class service and then you go, what are the things that we can uh, do similar to that to make people feel exceptional? Nordstrom walks around the counter, right, and gives you the bag around the counter. That's the little extra they do that nobody else does. Disney talks about the cleanest uh, place. You know, it's the cleanest place. Everybody's, you know, it's uh, uh, picking up, uh, and, and the cleaners get the most questions at Disney World, right? It's the cl absolute cleanest place. But what can you do to give the perception that you're first class and giving first class service? And finally, the last piece is, or a bonus one, is really you got to take responsibility and you got to take action. If it's going to be, it's up to me. And you know this as well as I know. It's what, what is success? Success is great people delivering a great service with great systems in place. So you can have really good people and have poor systems, and it turns out to not be very good service. You can have great systems and processes, but not really good people, people that really don't care, people that really don't want to be there, and you don't really get the end product of good service. You got to have good people, great service, great systems, Use some of these ideas and some of these techniques. Share it with your team. Deliver better service. Deliver better service means they tell their friends. They tell their friends. They do business with you. You build your business. The numbers start turning. You're cashing checks. You're living like kings and queens out there. It turns out fantastic. My name's Terry. I'm your friend. Go get them with good service. Mm -hmm.